Hello everyone, this is Julian Palumbo and Spirit With Us, which is now connected to wildglory.art, this soon-to-be-open website and blog that goes along with these teachings on Spirit With Us, your quick start to your new life in Christ. So, the Lord gave me a message this morning that was just so wonderful and so blessed. I immediately set up to do a podcast and um, I still feel his anointing with me so strongly and I just want to share this with you I can't wait this one is called tear down the barriers between you and God so first of all the Lord was sharing with me to trust Christ and his word with all your being tune out what the world says what other voices say and if you have the courage <laughs> to trust the scriptures as your final authority, as your life manual for living every day, every situation, every relationship, that's what you should do. If you have that courage, God bless you. That's from the Lord. I encourage you to do it, do it, do it to the full extent of your being trust Christ and his word don't let any walls of doubt grow up between you and your Savior now this can creep in ever so slowly ever so uh, to where you don't recognize that it's happening until all of a sudden you just notice you don't feel that closeness to the Lord when you're in prayer, you don't feel that he's listening, you don't sense his presence with you as much, and you begin to wonder, what's happened? Is there something between us? Well, yes. It, that never happens unless there's a reason for it. So that in itself is good to know, right? So now you can go and be a detective and find out what the reason is. Ask the Lord the Holy Spirit to show you what is going on. What is this barrier that's grown up between us? Why do I feel distant from you, Lord? Now the Lord is the last one who wants to be distant from you. He wants to be in you, through you, fulfilling you, which he is. He's never left you. He will never leave you or forsake you, not for a second. But it's on our side. It's always on our end that the barrier has grown up like a batch of barnacles covering up everything, getting into and filling up the filter between God and us and being a filter and then become thicker than a filter. And soon it's a wall. So you need to be spiritually on guard of this happening because if there's anything still lingering inside us that the enemy can use, the devil can use, to build one of these walls slowly but surely so you don't notice it until it's really there um, yes then he will use that thing matter what any any sort of grounds that he can scrounge around and find in your past your present anything he will use it so that's where uh, finding out what it is 
and zeroing in. And I do believe if you ask the Holy Spirit to show you, he will be faithful to show you because he's done it for me. And <clears throat> I have been through this process, believe me. And um, he will show you and zero in on it. Now, this might be a battlefield where the enemy does not want to give up this one last <clears throat> little ground or hook that he has in you. Uh, even if it's a hook of doubt, if a hook of fear, maybe this thing is making you doubt your salvation deep down inside. You may not have even allowed yourself to acknowledge that you're doubting your salvation. Or maybe you are realizing that you're doubting your salvation because of this thing, whatever it is. And you are constantly saying, asking the Lord to forgive you, ask, repenting, but you never quite feel that he has. You don't feel clean of it. You don't feel um, set free and you don't feel that intimacy back yet with God. So guess what? It's still there then. And uh, we haven't dealt with it in the way that we need to deal with it. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. So first of all, if there is such a wall or barrier that you've identified and you now you kind of know what it is, the Holy Spirit's shown you. First of all, I want to tell you, don't let these walls of doubt or whatever else it is, shame, fear, uh, fear of um, that you're not saved, anything like that. Don't let it come between you for another minute. You Between you and your Savior, there should be nothing. You should be completely one and intimate with each other. And it's, that's what he wants. That's what's good. That's what's right. That's where every Christian should be. Completely one, completely intimate with their God, the Father Son, Jesus, our Savior and Lord, and the Holy Spirit, indwelling you, talking to you, filling you, surrounding you, comforting you, just with you, and you can sense him all the time. And that's what every Christian should have. Would the Heavenly Father give his Son for something that doesn't always work? So if you think that, oh, in your case, maybe it's not salvation isn't working maybe he doesn't love you or he just can't get past what you've done uh, or there's some situation in your life <clears throat> that's you're special or in your case you're not forgiven maybe you've heard other people humans whatever your situation or sin or whatever it is that you think is between you and God Maybe you've heard other people, even other Christians, say, oh yeah, if you've done that, or if that's your situation, you know, then you're not saved. You're, you can't go to heaven. Well, don't listen to people that are saying these things. Because have they done scriptural study? Have they looked into the Word as a whole? Old Testament and New Testament to see if that's what God's really teaching. Is that what God really said? That's what 
the enemy Satan wants you to feel that you're the hopeless case, that it'll never be better for you, that you'll never have intimacy with God. And he wants you to think that. He wants to crush you down. He wants you to give up on your relationship with God. No, no, that it, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So the knowledge comes from knowing your word past, present, and future. And if, don't worry, if you're a new Christian, of course you can't know the whole word. But turn to uh, godly teachers uh, that you trust and that have a godly life and background behind them uh, for this information. And um, I it, turn to your elders, older and wiser, people that are living a holy life life that do know the Lord. Turn to those people. The Holy Spirit will generally give you a, a sense of who is really a holy person, who's filled with the Holy Spirit. When you get that peaceful, green light, go-ahead feeling, that's a person that you can most likely trust if, if you're looking at a Christian. <laughs> uh, but not every Christian has that intimate holy life. Some are very carnal Christians, and that's in the Word. So that is a definite case with a lot of us Christians. So you want to talk to someone that is holy and walking in the light and loving the Lord, very spiritual person, but not putting on spirituality as, a, as an act, but living the real life. Such a person will be humble and very real and down to earth. You can tell them by their fruit, Jesus said. Look at the fruit of anyone that you're doubting. Are they Christian? Aren't they Christian? You can really tell by their fruit. There are fake and counterfeit Christians, and we have had we've done podcasts in the past about that. And uh, if you want more on that, please look up those the podcast. Uh, I believe it's got the word counterfeit in it. I can't recall the exact title right now, but it's in, it's in the scroll. So just scroll through and find that. So back to our, our topic here. God has, in his amazing love for us, made provision for everyone in every situation and circumstance to come to him and to lean on him with total release of everything else. Think about that. Just total release of everything else. Abandon yourself to him. Is there something between you and Christ? Seek his answer about it with all your strength. Just be merciless. That's not the right word. Just be uh, blind to everything else. Focused, laser focused on getting rid of this barrier with all your heart and the Lord will see that and he will come and help you with that tremendously. And if it takes time, if you're, you're going to be in a battle with the enemy because this is probably the one thing he's got left in your life and he's going to fight you on that. He does not want to give that up. So you might have to just keep it up and keep it up. You might gain the ground and then lose it again. Don't worry. This just shows you're in a spiritual battle with the enemy of your soul. And 
we will be victorious if we don't give up and listen to the voice, the little still small voice of the Holy Spirit. When you go to pray, don't stop praying. That's another point. Don't let this stop you from praying. That's exactly what the enemy wants. Keep praying even if you don't sense God's presence, okay? That's huge. And I think so many Christians are in that space right now. It, it, first of all, it's not, our relationship with God is based solely on faith alone. Yes, the feelings and the senses, the feeling impressions and sensations, and yes, that all comes. But that is not what we base our relationship on, what we base our uh, beliefs on. It's purely faith. If God has said it, I believe it, and that settles it. So do not let feelings, emotions come in. Yes, you know what? It made me sad when I went through many periods in my past that I couldn't sense him. But guess what? And it is. It's like you're a loss. You, that, if you've experienced that presence, that beautiful sensation and impression in a spiritual way that the Lord is really with you, close to you, you're you're relating to each other at every moment. Oh, that's such, that's where every Christian should be. And that's, if you lose that, oh my goodness, it's, it's, uh, you mourn for that loss. It's a, it's a loss and you feel it. And I do apologize for that. <laughs> and uh, I want you to get that back. And I, because that's what the Lord Jesus wants you to get back. So, I want you to come to him believing that he's made a provision for you in this, cir in this circumstance, in this situation. situation. You are not unique. God said that nothing, no, none of this has co is, um, come upon you, but it's common to man. I can't recall the exact verse. I'm sure someone out there can quote it exactly. Um, but it, this situation is common to man and you're not unique and it can be saved, it can be uh, solved and fixed. And is there something between you and Christ? Seek his answer about it with all your strength. Be laser focused. He will not give you a stone, the Bible says, if you ask for bread. Our Heavenly Father is, is a loving, tender Father, whose love is is just beyond the the, uh, the strength of love that we can under understand as human beings, He's just so in love with us. Do you want Christ more than anything else? Then you will have Him because He wants you just as much. Hmm, isn't that beautiful? Trust God to be fair and just kind and merciful to all in every situation, in every life. You're not unique out there with your problem, no. So don't feel like you're alone, you're lost, you're separated. That's what the enemy does. Isolate you. Isolation is from the enemy. Throw yourself onto God with abandon. Hold on to nothing else. Let go. And you will find everything your heart has always wanted. 
maybe not what this world has to give, but what you really wanted deep down in your heart. He sees the desires of our hearts better than we do. If you could sit down and make a list, okay, what are the desires of my heart right now? You might get a few things down on paper, but he knows the things that you want that you don't know, <laughs> that they're just subconscious to you. And he wants to give you even those things. And that requires us to have that intimate, nothing between us relationship. And most of all, it usually comes down to doubt. Doubt, you're doubting something about God or his word. There's a big doubt in there somewhere. What did Satan say to Adam and Eve in the garden? Has God said that he, that his first weapon against humanity was doubt? He made them doubt God's word about the, the tree of, of the knowledge of good and evil. If you go back and look at that in Genesis, uh, you'll see that was the way he phrased it. Has God said, oh, you'll not surely die if you eat the fruit of the, the tree of good and evil, or knowledge of good and evil, I should say. Yeah, that's what he used, doubt. So this is a tactic of the enemy that hasn't changed. It will not change. If he can get you doubting God's word in any way, shape, or form, or that you're some unique case and that it doesn't, it won't work for you, then he's won. That's his tactic has worked again. <laughs> Don't give him that. Do not give him that ground in your life. So trust God to be fair and just and merciful to all in every situation. Throw yourself with abandon onto him and hold on to nothing else. Don't hold onto that doubt just in case, just in case you're not saved. And you will find everything your heart has always wanted. You will know that you're loved by your creator. You will find peace, not as this world can give. If there is something the enemy keeps bringing up to you, maybe every time you go to pray, which is what used to happen to me, that is the very thing you need to attack with the truth of the word. See what the Bible has to say about that thing, whatever it is. Don't run away or hide from it or try to push it away, but d d dig into it. Face it and dig into it and just defeat the lie with the truth about it. Does it make you feel guilty, ashamed, or, and or unsaved? That's a big sign that you you're being attacked by the enemy and he's got some little ground that he's holding on to in your life and torturing you with. That's torment when you can't experience the joy of your salvation. That is such torment and such in sadness. And that's not what God wants for us. He wants to be so intimate with us. It's, it's just beautiful when you have that intimacy and that's what the devil doesn't want you to have. Joy, peace, intimacy with God. So you, the feeling guilty, feeling ashamed and unsaved, if you've confessed this sin, if you sought the Lord about it, you shouldn't ever feel guilty or ashamed. You should, if you do have an un, 
uh, repented sin in your life, you would just feel conviction from the Holy Spirit, which is, doesn't have that heavy shame and guilt with it. It, it would just be um, conviction, a knowledge, something you have to face up to, like a man or a woman of Christ, and, and deal with before the Lord. Once you're dealt with it, it's done. It's over. It's forgiven. And then again, there are situations where you th there's some special uh, situation where you think, well, sure, I'm forgiven, but what if it's continuing? What if the situation can't easily be changed? Uh, and we'll go into this more next time. We're going to, in part two, we're going to talk about a specific situation where this is probably true for many Christians, and it has to do with divorce and remarriage. Mm. We're going to dig into that next time. But this is laying the groundwork for that. If you feel condemned by getting remarried, we're going to talk about that next time. But this applies to any situation where you feel this way, guilty, ashamed, unsaved, uh, if you're battling a sin that you can't get the upper hand of, you keep falling into it over and over and over again. This applies to that 100% because, there, first of all, you're believing the lie that you can't ever get past it. That is a lie. You can get past it. God can lift you out of anything, lift you above anything. And you are not the exception. Not, not, not. I don't care how bad a place you're in right now. There's no sin that can uh, have the, the victory over you if you're in Christ. Just isn't possible. So cling to that. Know it's true because it is. If you love the Lord, trust him to deal with this for you. To tear down these barriers the enemy has you believing no matter what they are. Go to your prayer closet now, this is key. Shut the door and lay it all out to your God. You know, a lot of things always come down to this, don't they? Getting alone with God and praying. How much healing, how much freedom has come to those who will do that? That is the key. Lay it all out to your God. Let the tears flow. That's a sign you're getting real with God. His spirit can work with you when you get real. There will be a part two now in a few days regarding uh, what I've already mentioned. It'll specifically focus on divorce and remarriage. But this issue is one of uh, the, and this, I'm sorry, this issue is one of the barriers that deep down many Christians are burdened with. Uh, they still wonder if if they really are living in an adulterous situation. And uh, that's just one of the many grounds that the enemy can use in our lives. There are definitely other things too, especially uh, sins that we keep falling into. We think we've conquered it and, oh, there we go again. We messed up again. Like I said, there is nothing that the enemy can keep in our lives that Christ doesn't have the victory over for us. 
Believe me, tune in. This will minister to you, even if it's not your situation regarding marriage and remarriage. If you feel you can't get next to God's heart intimately, then I encourage you to listen to part two. These principles of God's character remain the same, regardless of your specific problem. And dear Christian, thank you for listening. If you're not saved, you've never uh, repented of your sins and asked God to come into your heart and life and be your Lord, your master, and joyfully accept his provision to forgive your sins eternally and welcome you into his heaven when you die, then I encourage you to do that today. And uh, God bless you. Until we meet again, have a wonderful day.